like to confirm something with all of you. This is me. Over here on the right, we see David J. And over here on the left is an amoeba. Now, just to make sure, neither David J. nor I are amoebas, correct? Well, some people might disagree with you. And one simple word is the reason why. A label both David J. and myself feel fits us. Asexual. Let's talk about sex, baby. Or, I should say, let's talk about not having sex. Because asexuals make up for 2% of the population, and that's only the ones that we know of. And I think there are a criminally misrepresented bunch. Rachel is here to school me and all the listeners on what asexuality really is. All right. <laughs> how you doing? I'm good. How are you? <laughs> all right. So one of the topics I wanted to discuss by having this podcast is a range of different sexualities. And you identify as asexual, correct? Correct. Take me through a day in the life of an asexual person. Uh, asexuality is so interesting because there are a ton of different types, per se. Uh, yep. For me, personally, what defines me as asexual is the lack of sexual attraction to others. So it's not the same as like being absent, right? Correct. Correct. So I don't look at people as sexually attractive. I don't feel any sexual feelings towards them. I see people, I can identify whether somebody is beautiful or not, but right. there is no sexual tension there whatsoever. So you never once in your life felt any kind of sexual impulses or sexual sexually attractive to anyone at all correct which has always made things kind of odd because especially growing up as a teenager when everybody is coming into puberty and everything i didn't understand i had no right. idea what people were really talking about what made you realize um i had several failed relationships you know as for myself i had uh, would you say I had experiences, sexual experiences in high school and whatnot, but I they didn't really connect with me like they do other people. I kind of just did it because my partner would want to, but it wasn't anything I was really into. And I think having so many failed relationships based on that, you know, oh, you don't want to have sex, so you don't find me attractive. Um, I started to begin to think that maybe it was something deeper because I never had that sexual awakening like everybody else did. Yeah. Did you think that maybe you are gay at one point if you weren't attracted to men? I did. For a while, I thought, you know, maybe it is just men. And so I kind of ventured into checking out. I, I've always had like a weird relationship with women. I didn't really like them for whatever reason. <laughs> which is funny considering I am female but uh so I ventured into like well maybe I'll watch a little bit of like lesbian porn or something and see if that works or maybe I'll try making more closer female friends and that never really did it for me either I just kind of 
it it didn't click with me in that way either. Okay. Um, are you currently partnered? I am. I actually just entered into a relationship about a month ago. Um, and it's been the healthiest relationship I've ever had in my entire life. (laughs) I didn't find out. I didn't really come to terms with my asexuality until I was about 24 years old and I'm 28 now. Oh, wow. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So it took me a long time to figure it out. I figured out, okay, asexuality, I'm not sexually attracted to people and I don't have sexual urges in that way. Um, it's a little odd in that, you know, and I entered into a relationship prior that was pretty toxic and I had told the person that I was with that, you know, hey, I don't, I don't feel those urges like others now I can reciprocate and you know out of my kindness you know because I care for you but it's not something that I'm really into and that relationship ended up turning out very badly and my new partner was like I understand that's not something we have to do and so I understand that you're demisexual correct yes yeah I'm so a polyamorous I- demisexual yes so you can identify on the demisexual end for me is I, I finally realized that I had to have a deep emotional connection with somebody. Right. And I've with my, my new partner here, I've I have a really great emotional and almost spiritual connection with them. And therein now I can actually fully enjoy sexual experiences because it's not about the body, it's not about those kind of innate desires. It's about the emotions that we can share with each other. So, so you're saying you're still sexually active? Yes, I am still sexually active. And that's another thing a lot of people will kind of not understand with asexuality is it, like I said, for me personally, I don't feel sexual attraction towards people, but I can still feel some desires uh, in the same way. I mean, I definitely get what you're saying, but for me personally, if I was to date an asexual person, I could never have sex with her because for me, I can't enjoy myself unless my partner's, unless I know my partner's enjoying it as well. Has that been a problem for you two? No, actually, we kind of work really well together. Um which is strange. I never thought I would meet anybody like that. It was getting to the point now where I thought nobody would ever understand how I feel. And just the, the pure amount of understanding and the communication and that emotional connection allows me to actually enjoy those physical intimacy. Yeah, I was actually reading up on a lot of this today to prepare. Um, what are some other ways that you can express those emotions other than having sex? Uh, we still really enjoy like cuddling or yeah. even, you know, like for me, physical, any like physical interaction is it's not disgusting to me. It's not revolting. And I understand that some asexuals do feel that revulsion for me, not so much. So cuddling, even like kissing, making out, um, just being in each other's presence is extremely fulfilling. Well, that, that's good. Um, are there any celebrities or other role models that you know of that are asexual that you look up to? <laughs> there is an extreme lack, I think, of asexuals that I know of in any type of um, 
what entertainment industry. I think the only one that I can really think of off the top of my head is uh, the guy from BoJack Horseman, whose name escapes me at this moment. <laughs> oh, um, um, Aaron Paul. Yeah. Aaron Paul, right? The guy that was in Breaking Bad? Yeah, yeah, but the character in BoJack. Oh, was, yeah. I, don't, I don't remember his character's name. Yeah. <laughs> his character's name but um yeah he identifies as asexual and you actually watch his troubles through that and <laughs> to be honest that kind of helped clue me in a little bit more too as i was trying to figure out my sexuality and, and watching what he goes through and i was like oh man that's like a real thing <laughs> so <laughs> i befriended this guy extremely good looking guy you know built well nice and tall like me like like he looked like a supermodel and he was asexual and i asked him like how do you think that your you know the way you're built is a waste on the women or men or anything and his response was i don't need to have sex when there's so much anime on to watch <laughs> <laughs> and for sure i feel that i feel that. i watch a lot of anime myself so <laughs> Now, hypothetically, like, if you're ever in a pinch, could you, do you think you would ever make an OnlyFans page? I thought about it because, <laughs> months later, you know, like, <laughs> you know, what somebody else gets out of my entertainment that I don't, you know, I'm, I'm getting paid at the end of the day. <laughs> <laughs> so that, that is something you want to be uncomfortable doing. Well, if you wanted I, to do it, if I wanted to do it for sure. I would do it. There have been some times in my life where money's been tight, and I'm like, well, at least I know I could sell dirty underwear and feet pics, you know? Like, <laughs> where can you sell feet pitch pictures? Because I've looked before, my wife has some pretty big feet. So, <laughs> I've seen some weird stuff, you know? I mean, the internet is a magical place, that's for sure. It takes all types. <laughs> it's definitely a market for everything on there now. Oh, absolutely. Do you think there's, um, you know, back to what we're talking about celebrities, do you think there's enough representation in Hollywood for asexuals? I think asexuals are really like a low-lying sexuality because, um, and so I, I don't really think so. Because in Hollywood, a lot of the entertainment comes from, you know, who's dating who or who's got a secret crush on who. And, yeah. and I think you like, even if somebody were asexual, it wouldn't really be taken as seriously. Um, I know with my ex-partner, whom I had a son with, his thing was, well, you just haven't met the right person. And that's what a lot of asexuals get, I understand, which is unfortunate. And so, you know, representation-wise, even if they were, I don't even know if they would bother telling the world. <laughs> yeah. Because I was reading, like, something like 2% of the population identifies as such that we know of do you right. think do you think that number should be much higher um well we're i couldn't tell you what the number should be but it's really interesting to think of we're in a hookup culture now you know what with tinder and everything and then you have this whole class of people who are just like i don't get it <laughs> like <laughs> you know um i once said i wonder if like normal sexually active people think about sex as much as I think about food because maybe I could understand, you know, what they're thinking of all the time. 
<laughs> yeah. Um, compared to like people who don't smoke marijuana, you know, there's people that'll tell them, oh, bro, you just haven't found the right strain yet, bro. Try this strain, bro. <laughs> like, no, man. <laughs> it's, it's not there for me. It's just not there. It was such a strange feeling of comfort when I finally figured out. I said, oh, there's nothing wrong with me. I just, you know, people, I look at people like they're pieces of artwork. Everybody has something different to offer, but it doesn't mean I want to bone it. <laughs> <laughs> no. I'm married to a pansexual woman. I have no, I know lots of gay people. I know lots of bisexual people. I know all sorts of different people, but I've never generally met someone in my life who came out as asexual, except for that guy I met at Pride a couple of years ago. So, I mean, I don't know how many are among us, <laughs> to be honest. I, I don't, I don't know either. <laughs> I, I am the only, well, I've only met one other person in my life who was asexual. I never got to know her very well, but she was very tall and beautiful, much like the man that you met. And people would call her a tease. Because men would make sexual advances towards her and everything. She's like, no, no, I don't do that. I'm asexual. And they said, well, why do you dress the way you do? She goes, well, it's for me. It's not for you. <laughs> you know, like. Do, uh, you, do you think that women are over-sexualized in America? I think there is an over-sexualization, but I also don't feel like there's enough scorn for over-sexualization of certain men as well. Like firefighters and the firefighter catalogs. <laughs> it's crazy to me that that's normal and okay but it's terribly wrong that people are always trying to fight against like the Victoria's Secret models yeah I don't <laughs> understand I don't really understand the war on women especially when other women jump on it yeah it's <laughs> kind of strange I mean everybody makes the choices that they want to make if you want to be a model that's fine do it you know whatever you want to do but do you know if any um asexual porn stars could that I, be a thing i don't know any i have i have no clue that's not something i know of and i know that on that spectrum of asexuality as i was trying to discover myself there are asexuals who only feel attracted to people they don't know so huh. there's a definite potentiality for a asexual porn star because they're just you know having sex with random strangers <laughs> is what they like but as soon as they get to know you they're done <laughs> do it's... you think you feel the same pressures as someone like a straight cis man would feel when they're going out for the night you know they're getting all dressed up putting on the right cologne spending an extra <laughs> hour in the shower in hopes of you know getting laid for that night right right now you you don't feel that kind of pressure when you want to out and just enjoy a night out with some friends or alone yeah for me it's you know everything i do is for me i want to i'm i'm kind of like when i'm looking in the mirror i'm getting dressed for me i think well do i feel good do i look good to myself because that's what gives me the confidence to socialize and make connections with people so you don't feed off the opinions of strangers like a lot of people unfortunately do yeah, correct. I mean, every once in a while it will matter, but it's not based on my looks or my appearance. It's based off of, you know, uh, whether people find me entertaining or not. Okay. <laughs> um, entertaining. Do you have any jokes to tell? <laughs> not off the top of my head, but I do. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
All right. Yeah. No, your partner's not asexual, right? Uh, no, he's not. He's and you were like he, you were upfront at the beginning, correct? Oh, absolutely. Because after yeah. what happened to my next partner, I said, you know, I'm going to be really picky with my next partner, and I told him, I said, straight up, this is how it is. I'm asexual. I <laughs> not ever want to have sex with you. I'm still discovering certain aspects of myself, but right now I identify as demisexual, which means I would have to have a very strong mental bond. And if that bond ever breaks, if at some point or another, I just find you absolutely intolerable, I'm not going to want to have sex with you anymore. Now, did I um, hear right? You mentioned earlier you had a son, right? Just the one? Yes, I do. Now, are you, do you want more children in the future? I do. I do. Do you want them to come from you naturally, or are you planning on adopting? I would love to give birth to another child. It's such an interesting experience, and I love my son. I think he's great, and um, yeah, I would, I would absolutely love that. I've, I've also thought about adopting before, but I think, I think natural birth would be another thing that I would like to do. My wife has been trying to get pregnant for at least five or six years now. We're not having the same kind of luck all our friends are having, unfortunately. Do you have any advice as as a previous birth giver? Um, I don't. I got lucky. <laughs> I think um, I always said like I had struggled enough through like through my puberty ages and everything that I said I should be super fertile and when I want a child I should get one and that's what happened. Um which was dumb. It's the first time I had ever been careless and not used like protection and boom, I was pregnant. Um, I, it pains me to know that the people who want children the most are often the ones who have the hardest time. Right. It's always just so upsetting to me because I, I can't imagine just, you know, being deprived of something that you want so much. Yeah. I mean, it's the constant struggle. And let me tell you, it's definitely not for a lack of trying. (laughs) It's so crazy too. I had a friend of mine and it took her all probably six or eight years before they were able to conceive. And then two years later, boom, she's pregnant again. Yeah. (laughs) First time it was just difficult for some reason, but the second time it was no problem. Well, I mean, I definitely appreciate you, you know, educating me and some of my listeners on this because like, you know, like I said before today, I didn't really know a lot of the basics of asexuality. And you've proved me wrong on a couple of points of that. It's it's so strange. I I joined a Facebook page with asexuals and just find the pure scope of the different types. They all have the one thing in common and it's not traditional sexuality it's um with sexual <laughs> attraction and whatnot that's what the the main thing they have in common is in their sexuality is sexual attraction isn't the same right. uh, but taking you know 24 years of your life to figure out who you are was insane to me <laughs> <laughs> so it's like you somewhat always known growing up but you just never really fully pieced it together until you're 24 is what you're saying right right i always knew i was different but i thought maybe you know late bloomer or there's something wrong with me and then to just find out oh that's just the way it is and there's nothing wrong with it (laughs) have you had a lot of suitors throughout your life 
Yes, I feel like I've had a pretty decent handful, but I've only <laughs> dated a handful of people. Yeah. Um, I'm a little pickier, but even though I've had terrible judgment, my past relationships have been garbage. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I've, you know, I've had quite a few people who have expressed interest in me, but it's always been this weird, like, I don't know why you find interest in me because they've had the sexual attraction. And for me, it's like a stranger coming up to me saying, Hey, you're pretty. And I'm like, I don't understand. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't, I don't, what do you have to offer me? I don't know you. <laughs> <laughs> do you think a lot of people, their problem is they don't just have anything to offer at all besides sex? Yeah, I feel like, you know, we're in such a sex centered culture right now. Like I said earlier with the, the hookup, yeah. that when you, that away from somebody and tell them you know that's not what's going to hold this relationship together they kind of are at a loss they say well what else is there what makes this relationship more than a friendship and i think that's where they get kind of lost because a lot of people don't make those connections anymore what it's like to have somebody that you can just tell anything to and not be judged or um someone that you just genuinely enjoy spending time with do you believe in um, platonic intimacy? Oh, that's a good question. Um, I I have never had luck with platonic intimacy because there's always been that underlying the person was doing it so that they could further get into my pants later. Right. <laughs> so it was never true platonic. I feel like it's a possibility, but it's a rarity. Right. I don't... You know, I think it's just so rare to find a connection with somebody platonically that is okay to have intimacy with in that way. Yeah. Um, yeah, cuddling or, you know, long walks on the beach at night talking about life. Yeah, all of that, really. <laughs> but um, I, I mean, just, I, I've been blessed to have a lot of friends like that throughout my life. <laughs> but what were you saying? Oh, I just, it's, it's just a rarity to find somebody that you can connect to on that level. I had a friend of 12 years and that's kind of what we had was that we were just best friends all the way through. And we had tried dating a couple of times, but it was always hit or miss because, you know, this is before I really understood who I was and I don't think he understood who he was. And after 12 years, you know, you build such a strong bond, but we eventually separated ways because, um, there was just that weird underlying tone of, I wasn't sure if he was interested in me as a friend anymore, or if it was more sticking around because he was hoping to have sex with me later. And that that's probably my biggest pet peeve with guys. Really? They'll spend all this time in money resources to befriend the woman just for the ultimate goal of having sex with her. Then, you know, once you get that, you know, then they just move on to the next thing, no matter how hard, like it's the hunt that they want other than the person. Yeah, absolutely. And that's always <laughs> just, it's garbage to find out, especially when you're on the receiving end of that, you know, you put right. so much time, you think you have this great bond and then you, they're like, oh, let's date. And you said, oh no, I don't want that. And then all of a sudden, poof, they're gone. <laughs> um, for you, you made a really true connection. You know, you put yourself out there for that. Just you know, to be called a prude, basically, right. um, you know, that's, that's heartbreaking in its own way. Yeah. I mean, I, I definitely feel for all the women out there that have been treated by shit guys like that throughout their yeah. lives. 
But um, I definitely appreciate you coming on. I'm going to let you go in a couple minutes. But before we go, is there any advice you would give to anyone struggling with their asexuality with coming out or coming okay. into terms with it? Yeah, absolutely. When it comes, when you find out or come to terms that you are asexual, I think you need to hold your ground and not let anybody tell you, well, you just haven't met the right person yet. You need to stick to your guns. Yeah, that's that's awesome advice. <laughs> I would definitely agree with that. Absolutely. It's it's such a simple thing for people to say, well, keep keep doing it. Keep putting yourself out there. Keep having sex with random people until you find the right one. No. <laughs> Don't. <laughs> you yeah. know better. I mean, that's outstanding advice there. You know what it all comes down to is just letting people be happy with who they are and how they're born. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> how much of how much heat in the world do you think comes from from people not coming to terms with the sexuality they know that they are? I think an overwhelming amount. <laughs> I think a lot of things stem from sexuality. Uh, you know, society has been built on sexuality and sex. And we're now at a strange point in time where when people are challenging that norm, it's making people uncomfortable because that's what our society was built around. Right. So. But hey, that was that was pretty outstanding advice for all those people out there. I hope even if one person comes out because of that advice, we definitely made a difference in the world, Rachel. For sure, for sure. <laughs> all right. Thanks, Rachel. You enjoy your night. Thanks. Thanks for having me on. Yep, no problem. Have a good one. You too. Bye. So a good lesson to learn from this is to allow people to be happy unless they're not hurting anyone. Don't make fun or make jokes at anyone else's expense based on their sexuality because that is how we are all born. We are born straight. We are born gay. We are born asexual. We need more acceptance in our country be kind to each other or else remember that just because someone identifies differently from you doesn't mean they're less than you if you don't understand how a person feels remember they may not understand how you feel acceptance is something we seem to slowly be forgetting about in our society and it's something we need so please accept your asexual friend your gay child your trans niece and your non-binary boss Accept people for who they are. Thank you.